Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. That's a good stepping song, Brian. Oh. Without your time. 720 WGN. It's Black History Month. Dr. Kim Delaney, would you call that song from from Seal a good stepping song? I would. You're very smooth, yeah. I have a lot of learning to do. This is Dr. Kim Delaney, <laughs> Vice President of Education and Programs at the DuSable Black History Museum. And tonight you're going to be honoring Steppin' Pioneer DJ Sam Chatham. So for people who are not really familiar, and I don't know how you could live in Chicago and not know, um, tell everybody what Steppin' is. Stepping is uh, a dance. It's a it's a type of dance that you do with a partner. It's a smooth, grooving kind of dance that you do with a partner. It, it had former names like bopping or two step and things like that. But uh, yeah, it's just a, just a smooth, a very mellow kind of dance you do with a partner. And and did it start in fraternities and sororities? No, that's a different kind of stepping. That's a different thing. All this right. stepping is, is uh, it has a long history. It, like I said, I, my parents. I'm 58. And my parents did what they call two steps or bopping, and pe- before that, they had a two step. So it's something that has a long history in the grassroots black community. Uh, the term stepping, though, was I think coined by Sam Chapman. We'll find that out tonight when we uh, interview him. But I believe that term, this new iteration of the dance, and that term was uh, coined by DJ Sam Chapman. And so how is it different than, let's say, a Texas two-step that people might do in a country bar? Oh, yeah, it's different than that. (laughs) (laughs) Much different, isn't it? Good comparison. (laughs) But that's more, that that would be compared more to like a slide or something. For stepping, it's more uh, smooth gliding. It's okay. more gliding and different kind of smooth moves. It's very elaborate, though. It can be very elaborate, but it's a little, uh, I, 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 that's only what I can think of smoother than the slides or any of the other kind of group dances. And so it's free form, so it's it's up to the individual to create it, or is there a certain step pattern you follow? Yeah, that's a, base, that's a basic core pattern. But then once you master that, you can make it your own. And as long as you, that that core will keep you on rhythm and on beat, and you can interpret it to the music however you like. Once you master the core, the basics. And did you learn from your mom and dad? Do you do it well? Well, I learned from my cousins. And I used to do it well, but there's a new iteration that would, would probably consider mine not too good anymore. <laughs> Well, it's good because it has spanned generations because, I mean, everybody of every age is doing it, right? Or has done it. Absolutely. Has done it. So that's what's exciting about tonight. We get to honor people that's been in this uh, this culture for years. We get to honor them. And then we have somebody on the panel from the new generation that has has embraced it and made it their own. So we, we start with the history and this legacy, and then we look at today and then we're going to end with a separate set where people actually get the opportunity to uh, you know to actively learn 
what, uh, you know, engage in what they're learning. Dr. Kim Delaney is a vice president of education and programs at the DuSable Black History Museum. This is Black History Month. And tell everybody about DJ Sam Chatton and Chapman and how he's the pioneer. He's a Chicago guy, right? He's a Chicago guy. And so uh, Sam Chapman is known for a couple of things. I don't want to give it all away because it'll be talked about tonight. But Sam Chapman, as he threw these great parties, he and Don Vic, they're great friends. They threw the parties together. They're both being honored. And so, uh, yeah, he's known uh, around Chicagoland. It's a whole culture that everybody, and it's so huge, listen, that we are inundated with requests we've been sold out a couple of days after we put it out it's free but it's been booked up and we have so many people trying to pull strings and do whatever they can to get into this place because it's a huge community and he's at the lead for this generation for people who remain in this new iteration of this dance he's at the head of that somebody just sent in a text and said when i hear stepping i think of a blue light burning in the basement with people dancing Absolutely. I do, too. I do, too. (laughs) And somebody else said, feel the music, not just hear it. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of, it's almost like, uh, it's definitely a dance interpretation, just like when you see ballet or something and how people interpret those beats and uh, the sounds and the melody. That's what stepping is. Well, that's what all dance is. But stepping is more, I think, is more... uh, it's closer to ballet than it is to the other, uh, you know, harsher dances because it's so smooth. It's almost like to watch it is just amazing and see people glide and catch those beats and rhythms like that. Uh, Dr. Delaney, what does Black History Month mean to you? What do you think is most important to share with the world about your culture? Yeah, Black, Black History Month is a time where we're supposed to, uh, Dr. Woodson created Black History Month as a time where we're supposed to uh, assess, right? We acknowledge, we focus on black history, but uh, uh, one of the primary goals is to assess our um, levels of achievement towards equality, right? So we we don't want to just look at black history. We want to look at where, how far we've come and what we've done, and are we any closer to equality in America? So that's a, a primary focus of Black History Month that I think gets missed. And did you think in your lifetime, since you said you're in your late 50s, that mm-hmm. uh, the name DuSable would be in front of Lakeshore Drive? Did you ever dream that would happen up until Oh, the- yeah. No, I did not. That's still amazing, isn't it? Isn't it? When, you know, when Dr. Burroughs had the foresight to name the museum, because that wasn't the original. The original name was the Ebony Museum. When she changed it to DuSable Museum, she was a pioneer with doing that, with honoring, you know, DuSable in that way. So, no, I, I, I never imagined that Lakeshore Drive would be the Sabo No, You know, while we're talking about Black History Month and you, you're you mentioning Dr. Burroughs, why don't you, I mean, I remember back decades ago covering her, uh, but, but, you know, I think a lot of us don't know much about Margaret Burroughs and her yeah. impact. So talk a little bit about that. Well, Dr. Burroughs was an activist. She was an educator. She was an artist uh, and just an all-around uh, stellar humanitarian, right? And she started the DeSable Museum. She started this museum in her house, and she just recognized that there was no place to showcase black art and culture. So she was traveling a lot to Africa and things like that. She would bring back things, showcase them in her house, and then explain or talk about them to people. And that grew, and she had these great parties with artists in her house. That grew to be so popular that she had to expand 
and then she started a museum. That's actually how it started. It started out of demand. And she got some friends together. She, If you look at the work she's done, it's been phenomenal. There are so many artists across this country that learned from her. She taught at DuSabo High School. They learned from her. And so we get to see remnants of her all across all across this uh, this this country. She was a force who could not be stopped, wouldn't you say? Absolutely, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. That's yep. fantastic. Somebody just said there used to be a step in music radio show on on late at night on Chicago. May have been AM, maybe JPC. Uh, yes. W, yeah, and that's Sam, right? That's Sam Chapman, right? Sam Chapman. That's yeah. Sam Chapman. That's right. Yeah, yep. that's who you're honoring tonight. So, is it open to the public? Absolutely. Everybody um, able to come? Well, it's open to the public. Like I said, it's it's booked up. But if people don't show, then we have a waiting area, and people can get in if 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 somebody don't show up. But it is it is it is packed. Well, you should film it and then post it on YouTube. That's what we're doing. Oh, That's good. What we're going to do good. Yep. Good. Yep, we're filming it. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the show this afternoon. I'm glad you've got a full house tonight, and thanks for uh, breaking down this part of Black history and Black culture. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Dr. Thank you, Dr. Kim Delaney, our Vice President in Education and Programs at the DuSable Black History Museum. Coming up next, Abe Scar checks back in, Director of the Illinois Public Interest Research Group. Boy, this has gone back and forth about the gas stoves. Well, it is reignited because now the Energy Department is proposing new standards. But first, Mary's got to check on weather and traffic.